Hello everyone, this is Mathematical Prowess, this is your host, I love math, I sure hope you love math, it's a new year, it's a new me, right? <laughs> I'm so stupidly cliche like that if you haven't noticed, and because it's the new year, um, because it's February, February, January, January 1st, of course, we have to talk about goals okay now I don't just want to bore you with um with philosophical stuff with instruction stuff with um with that type of thing okay I want to bring in more more of a a type of a scientific point of view I suppose or or still productive point of view something tangible and some to to let you know like that you can uh succeed right because that's the point in for setting goals right we want to succeed so how exactly do we succeed what's been my experience with goals or how much experience do i have with goals right i'm just only freaking 18 years old wow still still in high school and so what the hell do i know right Probably not tons, but hopefully I can help you. <sighs> so, what I would tell you is, um, there's, well, there's different types of goals, right? There's different types of goals, and, um, I'm reading these books on, on learning, okay? So, that's kind of where I'm getting some of my information from, I, I suppose. In my research from and, and my thought process too okay so let's just dive right into it goals there are short-term goals long-term goals um what else short-term goals long-term goals stretch goals okay stretch goals very important and maybe there are sub goals or Task or, or little things that you can do that are gonna overall help your your long-term goal or short-term goal and um, I guess I haven't said an arbitrary thing right but um but let's see so let's start by defining stretch goals so stretch goals okay are goals that are might be somewhat incredibly difficult but still tangible for you to real, still realistic for you to achieve, right? So one example of this, I don't know, doing a thousand derivatives in like an hour. That's insane. A thousand different derivatives in an hour is insane. Maybe doing them in two to three hours. Maybe that's more of a real stretch goal. Uh, yeah, maybe doing a thousand integrals in in three or four hours too that's that that can be a stretch goal um if you're pushing for time right and you're like really like doing that now short-term goals a bit more arbitrary i suppose right uh there should be i suppose um they should be less than the time it takes to reach your long-term goal but what does your long-term goal take right uh how long is it can you have multiple like you know like 
long-term goals like maybe so this is this is important I want to talk about right now this is part of what the book said which kind of is true if you put your goals too far out ahead it's almost like you can put them off or like procrastinate them or you don't feel maybe that necessity to do them if you put them too close you just know almost like certainly that you can't do them so you have to find that balance right and then that's how you set your your smart goals not your smart goals I already dropped the acronym even though I, I don't even know if I was going to that's how you, you set your uh, long-term goals and then your short-term goals should be obviously less than that and one thing the book mentioned which I think is a, a good time frame I think um, is uh two months two months for your long-term goals and then I suppose this is and this is just me saying this maybe like a week or two for your short-term goals right um, and you want to constantly like have tasks that are going to help you achieve those goals and for us that means studying or working right and one way to ensure we're completing our goal or, or our tasks is that um we I don't want to get too deep too deep into it but essentially if you have a schedule right and you let's say I schedule an hour for an hour for math homework right and and let's say I have math homework maybe then I also want to say that I completed that task in that time right so I have my schedule and I also have like my to-do list or my task if I, if I finish it within the hour boom I check off that task right if I don't finish it right then it's like hmm and and these goals again should be relevant to what you're doing to what you want to achieve so it can be weird to set goals because I, I want I've only set really one goal for myself, like once, maybe maybe more, but not not that I know too much. And uh, I kind of just mapped it all out in my head, but it wasn't like a super hard one, or it wasn't something like that required too much like effort as far as planning goes, just because it was pretty straightforward. So since I mentioned the acronym, okay, we've all heard it. Uh, smart goals what are smart goals right specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound okay very important time bound you can't just set a goal out to like forever right you can't just say you have a goal you have to work to try and meet it specific right um which kind of ties along with like uh, measurable, you know, 3.75 GPA. Maybe that, maybe that's what you want. Maybe you want to score 90 on your final or more, or 90 on average on your whole all your classes, or or 85 or 100. Now I said 100 now, 100% on your classes or on your test. Props to whoever can do that, and uh, it's not easy. I know I don't. I don't. And um, I definitely could. I think I could at least. And um, and 
I definitely think I could. And now that I mentioned that, I want to say part of your success is going to come from your what? Self efficacy, efficacy, which is your belief that you can do something or that you will uh, succeed in something, which depends on your mentality, right? A lot, but also kind of depends on like um, who you're with. Like if you see so, if you see a friend, if you hang out with someone who's smart and you constantly see them, you know, doing good, then you're gonna you're gonna obviously believe that that's possible. And not only that, you're gonna be seeing how it's done. So that's one way uh, to do that. Um, and it's not just for someone that's smart. It's like when you see someone complete a task that you can't do, you will like it will like confirm that thought in your head that it can be done or in how it's done. Another one too is that if someone's similar to you uh, in your situation or your like uh, background or anything like that, if you see them, if you see a person like that succeed, it's also going to boost yourself. Let me look this word up. Efficacy. Yeah, yourself, your self-efficacy. So that's one psychological thing you can do at least. And it's simple, I know. And part of this ties in with, like I said, like productivity and stuff like that. But I think I think building those that mentality, building those habits, building those uh tasks, looking at it in that way is gonna help you a lot uh the reason you need short-term goals is um is to stay motivated one well, it's one way to stay motivated okay and also they kind of help with your tasks which is something you should you should have uh to complete a goal right and then two i would say something so a problem that people might make when they uh set goals is that they aim for Perfection, no mistakes, no fear, no hesitation. You're just straight raw perfection. Now, of course, it's very, very hard to do. And like I said, props to whoever does it, but that's not very realistic. It's not very sustainable. And and it's not very motivating either. Because if you aim for to get 100% on the test, that's totally fine. And that even may be a stretch goal, right? for for something like your final for a specific test upcoming test or class but uh, it's really hard to maintain that and it's really can be really unmotivating so even just pushing for 90 pushing for 90 still even still pretty hard but it's it's more attainable than 100% uh it's definitely more attainable than 100% and and that can keep you motivated. Maybe you don't study seven days out of the week. You study six days out of the week. Um, yeah, I think I think that helps. I think that helps. Another thing I would suggest is, as I said before, hang around the right people i think because naturally if you hang out with people that maybe don't have the same goals as you or like not pushing for those same things it's 
probably not gonna affect you in the best way and this is it's the it's the it's part of the self efficacy it's part of the it's part of the the like like that saying like it's a stupid saying that like you're the average of like the five people you hang around with the most you know if you hang out with really smart people you're going to start learning things from them they're going to start talking about things that are smart you're going to see their 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 habits how they think uh things like that and you're going to start to pick up on those things and that's 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 good because in a way maybe you're not that uh naturally gifted but your circumstance or your, your environment is in a way is going to force you to uh up your game okay so that's one thing i would say from my experience and i haven't I'll talk about I'll talk to you about my goal, which I've already mentioned before, and I'll talk to you a bit about how I achieved it, and um, and yeah, let's go. So, junior year, I had a goal, AP calculus test, AB, want to get a five on it or whatever, and thankfully I did, and so that was as soon as I like, even before, maybe not before, but as soon as I stepped my first year of school, I knew that's what I was studying for, that's what I wanted. And that's what I was working towards. Now, now, my goals, my long-term goal for that class was to get a five on the test or college board, right? My short-term goals were probably to, um, to obviously turn to my homework, get a good grade in the class, uh, not a... You know, obviously, if I dropped, if I dropped below a B, I probably was not looking at a. Depending on like how hard the class was again, like how your, your instructor teaches the class. Uh, if I drop below a B, probably not a good thing. Um, and yeah, I get. I suppose getting like 80% plus on my assignments, homeworks, tests. Um, that was probably one goal or like short-term goal task and stuff like that that I like had to like complete and on top of that on top of that I had two or three like workbooks right and so um working through those and um and trying to understand each problem that's that was another task or goal that I that I try to have for myself right and that's I think those it would it again this this goal was specific right five I wanted to get a five on the calc test okay and uh, it was measurable and obviously I wasn't the only one who got a five that year so it was definitely attainable attainable it was rele relevant and meaningful to for my like development and my overall mission in life or like for my academic career okay and it obviously had a deadline now those i again what really made it for me i think was those short-term goals those tasks those exercises those uh uh things i was like working for each time some of those things were like helping my friends with their homework or or trying to understand problems for them so i can explain 
explain those problems to them. Um, the workbooks, and in the workbooks, I knew that I couldn't average anything less than like 60% on those problems because I was, I wasn't so much pressing for time, but I, I kind of was in, in some some of those workbooks. And so I knew again if I if I was averaging like three minutes on a problem, or like five minutes on a problem, I knew that wasn't good news. I knew that if I was getting below certain like 60% like uh, right of the like if I was my grade on the those overall like problems altogether was like less than 60%. I knew that was not a good sign. Um, and and another thing that really like made me work for the goal that could really what made me like not back out because I've set other goals in myself in the past and I've just like kind of like forgotten them or dis dismissed them or just given up. Uh, just for probably mainly for lack of like relevancy or um yeah for lack of relevancy for me because i just didn't care too much really um but also in this test specifically as i've mentioned before in previous episodes i really set myself out and i kind of like took that image of like um being the math kid sort of or like not just that but like especially this part right here me and my friend talking trash to each other about like the test or like what we were going to get on some of our ap tests that like competitive edge or the pride the ego uh made me really like want to like uh uh win or not let people down or like i guess because i would have i would have felt really i would have felt really like fake almost if i didn't get a five after all the trash talk after everyone saw me working so hard uh after like writing i love math on all my papers you know uh i still love math that's why i'm here you know but it would have definitely hurt my reputation okay so those those expectations people put on me definitely uh those expectations people i put on myself and that other people put on me because of me or whatever that definitely influenced me a lot to uh to work uh to work to attain that goal okay and and yeah that's how that's how i achieved my goal and and maybe don't maybe try something like this i would say uh try to find a, something like that pressurizes you in a way to do it uh i know i mentioned things like helping your friends uh trying to tutor others maybe um those things are going to pressurize you in a way because you don't want to let those people down especially if you said you'd be there and i think i think it helps a lot having that external pressure because otherwise it's it's really hard to and it basically uh relies on your own discipline which can be even worse but i think if you if you have that external pressure it makes it a lot easier especially if it's big or important to you um another thing i would say is that 
is that you have to set yourself up for success, right? Too. So with those with those tasks, you're going to do that too. But you also have to, I guess, figure out how to complete those tasks and how to navigate those things that are gonna uh, stop you. So if you can do that, you'll be pretty pretty well off. And another thing that kind of like um affects how you uh how you perform with these goals or how how it, they turn out is imposter syndrome now what's that i've heard it so much sometimes i don't even know what it is so the definition is that imposter syndrome is that uncomfortable feeling you experience when you think you're unqualified and incompetent right so this can apply to goals it could apply to so many like other like things as well so i want to talk about it for a little bit and uh and i'm gonna close this episode out and so imposter syndrome right that feeling you get when you feel unqualified and incompetent to complete something to be succeed in something and so why do we get that uh syndrome it's usually probably because from like an experience or a, a failed attempt at something or kind of how our surroundings are affecting us now now if if for example right you like let's just say you get a question wrong right everyone gets questions wrong no matter what everyone fails that's just almost like an absolute truth okay and let's just say you fail and your teacher's like oh goodness how could you fail or whatever or like you're you're dumb something like that or yeah or i don't yeah i didn't expect you to 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 succeed and then some somebody somebody else fails or somebody else succeeds right no let's just say somebody else fails and, and the teacher's like it's okay try again look at where you went wrong uh i expect you to do better uh don't don't worry about it or whatever uh though that student is obviously going to build up more uh confidence right and and probably not feel like they're unqualified for something and and it's also like your own uh it's also your own mind that's like tricking you like like you form like situation happens right and then like you tell yourself like that you're not good enough right that and then you associate that this is what the book told me personal experience right something happens like what i just mentioned then you associate that with like you suck and that like you you won't be able to get a job or you won't be able to learn or you won't be able to do something else right and then you associate that with like i'll never become a physicist a doctor an engineer or anything like that based off that one experience based off that one situation based off that like one moment right when people are, are a lot more than 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 one year or one moment or two months um there's so much more to us than just one metric of failure okay and so obviously i'm not saying that people should should uh should think they can do anything uh i don't not, i don't think that that's a very realistic thing to say what i am saying though is that specifically as it pertains to 
learning or um, the mind, you there's so much there's so much you can do, and there's so much uh, there's so much time for you to do it, and, and as long as you put in the effort, you will I believe you will see some results, and so the way to get rid of this syndrome or the way to stop feeling like this, and it's normal for people to feel like this too. So don't feel like you just, you know, don't feel like it's like a bad thing. Everyone, there's some people, everyone goes through it, but there's some people who want to do like hard things. You see someone who wants to be a doctor, right? And so obviously you have to have that optimism, that self-efficacy, and not the imposter syndrome, right? But that's very hard, you know? And it can, you can feel phony, for believing you can do all that stuff but in the end I mean you have to you have to try to find objective people who tell you this or or maybe look in the mirror and, and ask yourself if this is like really for you but don't base it off one situation and challenge those thoughts uh, that you have of like imposter syndrome right like for example I um I really really hope that one day my work has the chance to help a lot of people, as many people as I can, really, which is not a smart goal or specific or anything, right? But just a ton of things, like like if I can dive deep into research, if I can do something like groundbreaking, I'd be really cool. I'd be really cool. And I'd be really happy to do that and, and more as it pertains to helping others. And all that stuff is super, super difficult. Like none of that... No groundbreaking uh, discovery is just going to come to me. And helping others on a big scale is not just going to come to me either. And I might not even, may be, it may not even be for me. But I have to ask myself, right? Like, because, right? Because, uh, like, right now, I'm, I'm getting the syndrome, right? Like, why do I believe I should do this? Like, I don't think I should can do this. And it's probably unlikely that I can do this. And, and I'm probably inadequate to do it at my current state, even for the people who, who, who have a chance of doing it, to be honest, but again, let's, let's look, let's challenge that thought, let's challenge everything I just said, first of all, uh, I, I am right, the, it's unlikely that people, that I, that I will get the chance to do either of those things, okay, that's, that's true, Fortunately, so it's a truth I have to live with if I choose to chase those dreams or those goals. Second thing that I want to challenge: Is it impossible? No, it is not. Okay, it is possible for people to do that. Okay, and am I really inadequate? And if I am inadequate right now, is it possible for me to fix that? So, how inadequate am I? For what I should be, for what I should be, probably very inadequate. Prob okay, let's try to, um, I should be twice as good, let's say that. I should be twice as good uh, if I, twice as, twice as smart, or just, I should have just learned more uh, that I haven't done, honestly, uh, as much as I think I should for that, at least. And, and I am, thankfully, uh, in the top 10% of my class, so that's not bad, 
Um, that's one way. I did get a five on my calculus test. I am here with the intent to learn, okay, and the desire to do so, and uh, uh, I believe the abilities to do so. So that's one thing. Um, I'm probably one of few students who, not maybe not few, but comparatively few, uh, to the ones who don't. Uh, trying to prepare for college in a way like in a strategic way to like learning and in, like optimize my learning so that's that's one thing and this like I said before this all has to do with my mind which definitely can change uh, and can learn and so from that perspective I do get a chance to believe that I can succeed and that's kind of how you break the stigma behind imposter syndrome um, still unlikely but I can succeed I may I may succeed I can succeed I may succeed and uh, I believe I am at least in a position to succeed maybe not the most desirable position but I believe I, I'm still within that realm. And even if I'm not within the realm now, within two years, I can still working, studying, working, learning. I can, you know, uh, open up new opportunities for myself and um, um, through my work ethic. And I think that's how you break the imposter syndrome, challenging those thoughts um, and not letting them Define you.